everyone, this is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of AdBits. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's AdBits, after tax versus Roth contributions. Are they the same? Are they different? What's the deal? I've gotten a lot of questions over the years from an IRA and 401k standpoint saying, hey Adam, what is the difference between making an after-tax versus a Roth contribution? And actually there's huge differences. An after-tax IRA or 401k contribution is essentially a contribution that does not receive a tax deduction, but is also subject to the pre-tax IRA and pre-tax 401k rules for distributions, meaning you do not receive the benefit of a tax deduction like a pre-tax IRA or a pre-tax 401k contribution, but you also have to pay tax on the earnings from that contribution that are generated. So if you contribute $5,000 to an IRA or 401k in the after-tax form, and that $5,000 turns into $10,000, when you take the money out, you're going to be subject to tax on the additional $5,000 of gain. So the amount of the after-tax contribution you can put back in your pocket tax-free, penalty-free, kind of like a Roth, which we'll get to in a minute, but the earnings are subject to tax, and if you're under 59 and a half, a 10% penalty. So you don't get the deduction like a pre-tax IRA or pre-tax 401k, but you have to pay tax on the earnings like a pre-tax IRA or pre-tax 401k. So in other words, you get the disadvantages of the pre-tax IRA without any of the advantages. No tax deductions, you lose the advantage of a pre-tax IRA or pre-tax 401k, and you also have to share in the disadvantages of a pre-tax IRA or pre-tax 401k by paying tax on distributions. Now a Roth IRA or Roth 401k, which was created in 1997 by Senator Roth of Delaware, is kind of the opposite. It gives you an after-tax contribution. So in one essence, it's kind of like an after-tax IRA or 401k, meaning it's not tax deductible, the contribution you make, but when you pull the money out after 59 and a half or the Roth's been open at least five years, it's 100% tax-free. So it has the advantages of the tax-free distribution without any tax deduction. So if you're going to do after-tax or Roth, you would never stay in the after-tax family. It's like the Adams family. You don't want to be part of the Adams family. You're going to go to the Roth where you can be part of the maybe Kardashian family, right? Because you get the tax-free growth once you're over 59 and a half and the Roth's been open five years. That works for an IRA or 401k. Now, IRAs have Roth IRA contribution thresholds, meaning if you make more than 208,000, if you're married, filed jointly in 2021, you are not able to do a Roth IRA contribution. However, 
you are still allowed to make after-tax contributions and convert to Roth in 2021. So irrespective of your income level, you can always do a Roth IRA so far in 2021. And that's been the case since 2010 when the income thresholds for conversions were changed. So from 2010 to now 2021, you can make a Roth contribution even if you make $100 million a year. You just have to go after tax to Roth. Now, the one thing to keep in mind is you have, if you have other pre-tax IRAs out there, there is a pro rata formula in terms of how much you can convert from after tax to Roth. So for example, if you had a $5,000 pre-tax IRA out there, and now you want to do a $5,000 backdoor Roth IRA, which is the synonym of doing an after-tax IRA conversion to Roth, you would only be able to get 50% of that $5,000 after-tax to Roth converted into Roth. The rest would have to stay after-tax because of that pro rata formula based off your earlier contribution of a $5,000 pre-tax IRA. So just something to keep in mind, if you want to do a backdoor Roth IRA in 2021 and you have other pre-tax IRAs out there, you may be limited in terms of how much you can convert of that after-tax IRA to Roth. Now, the tax bill, the Ways and Means proposed tax bill of September 12, 2021, is attempting to eliminate the backdoor Roth IRA irrespective of account values. Um, essentially, if you make over... Um, well, for conversions, there'll be a income level of 450 if you're married, filed jointly, 400,000 if you're single, but they're going to at least attempt to get rid of all backdoor IRAs or backdoor 401ks, irrespective of account or income level. So we're still talking 2021 here. We're in October 2021. If you're listening or watching, you still have time to do a backdoor Roth IRA or a mega backdoor Roth 401k, which will give you the ability to do a 58,000 or 64,500 if you're over 50 years old after tax contribution into a 401k to Roth. Now that will only work generally in a solo 401k. Even if your employer 401k offers a after tax contribution option, which you would then convert to Roth because of a very complicated uh, contribution percentage test under the ERISA rules for 401ks, most 401k plans with employees will not be able to do, or I should say the employees of that 401k will not be able to do a mega backdoor Roth 401k and convert after tax to Roth because of the failure of the ACP, which is the contribution percentage test under ERISA. However, if you're a solo 401k, meaning you are self-employed or have a business with no full-time employees other than yourself, a spouse, or another co-owner, full-time employee means over thousand hours, you'll still be able to do a mega backdoor Roth to 401k in 2021 because ACP test does not apply because a solo 401k is not subject to ERISA. So you can still do that up until 2021. The Ways and Means tax proposal in 2021 is attempting to eliminate all mega backdoor Roth IRAs in the IRA family and the 401k family for 2022 and beyond. So I still have some time. So to get back to the topic of today's podcast is what's an after-tax versus Roth. You never want to do after-tax contributions, right? It's like being in the Adams family. You don't want to be there because you get no tax deduction and you don't get the benefits of a Roth. 
because all the earnings on the after-tax IRA or 401k contribution will be subject to income tax and a 10% penalty if you're under 59 and a half. So it really makes no sense to be in that. You're in like no man's land. You don't want to be there, right? It's like being down by three points in a basketball game, taking two pointers. Like it doesn't make any sense. You either want to be a pre-tax IRA or 401k or a Roth IRA or 401k. Now, prior to the Ways and Means tax proposal, the mega backdoor Roth 401k and the backdoor Roth IRA were the only two reasons to do after-tax contributions. Why? Because it was a segue into getting into the Roth because 2010, the income thresholds for backdoor conversions were eliminated, or I should say Roth conversions. If that disappears and you're no longer able to do mega backdoor Roth IRAs or mega backdoor Roth 401ks, and interesting enough, for a mega backdoor Roth IRA, there is an income limitation of the 208 or 140 if you're single. The mega backdoor Roth 401k had no income limitations. So you can do it if you make 60 or 70 grand. The problem is this Ways and Means tax proposal seeks to eliminate the mega backdoor Roth 401k. And if you want to learn more about that, you know, check out other, I did a bunch of podcasts and videos on that. Just to give you a quick synopsis, kind of makes no sense. You're attacking small business owners. Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, they're not doing mega backdoor Roth 401ks. Why? They're not self-employed, right? They work for big public companies. So the only people able to do mega backdoor Roth 401ks are self-employed people. As I mentioned, the ERISA rules and, and the ACP test will eliminate the benefit of doing a mega backdoor Roth 401k for a big or any 401k plan with employees. So it's kind of pointless. Uh, doesn't raise revenues, right? These are Roth after tax of Roth, not raising any tax revenue. Why are they doing it? I don't know, right? It's gonna only hurt small business owners. They're trying to hurt these mega wealthy people they think are um, you know, circumventing tax laws and um, you know, cheating um, the rules. But unfortunately, I'm not sure they understand the context of mega backdoor Roth 401ks because they're done by the self-employed. Those are the people that have solo 401ks. The rich, super rich, the mega rich are business owners or they have their own hedge fund or private equity fund or venture capital fund. They're not self-employed. They're not going to be able to do the mega backdoor Roth 401k. So uh, I don't know. We'll see where it stands. Definitely, if you're watching this in 2022 or listening, you'll know. If you're still in 2021, hopefully um, those provisions will not be part of a final bill, but we're not sure. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. But regardless, it's important to know the difference between an after-tax IRA or 401k and a Roth. And essentially, you never want to be in the after-tax family unless you're doing the mega backdoor Roth IRA or the mega backdoor Roth 401k. Otherwise, just go pre-tax, get your tax deduction, lock it in, reduce your current taxable income, or go Roth and just make sure you wait till you're 59 and a half. And the Roth's been open at least five years. It's an and, not an or. So 59 and a half and five years in order to generate tax-free distributions on all the money you pull out. So there you go. Never want to be in the after-tax family. The Roth family is way better. Um, and if you can't be in the after-tax, then you have two decisions, pre-tax or Roth, but don't be in no man's land. Don't want to be there. So pre-tax is better than after-tax and Roth is better than after-tax. Just don't do after-tax if you're not doing the mega backdoor Roth IRA or Roth 401k. So there you go. I hope now 
the difference between the after-tax IRA or 401k and the Roth IRA or 401k is understandable, right? You should now have a full understanding of the differences and hopefully you can now make a wise decision if you have the option of doing pre-tax, after-tax or Roth and you can make the sensible choice of either doing the pre-tax, getting the deduction or the Roth and securing the tax-free growth. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, if you're doing so on YouTube. Feel free to subscribe on our YouTube or any medium that you're listening to this podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to your podcast. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate all the support. Don't forget to check out my two other weekly podcasts, which I drop on Tuesday ad bits, because you're listening to this. You know every Tuesday, if you subscribe, you'll get notification. Adam Talks, which is my weekly uh, podcast where I give you a tax attorney's take on current events impacting retirement accounts, investments, and taxation. And every Thursday, which is Ad Mail, where we have fun tackling the three best questions of the week from clients and social media followers. So um, there you go. Really um, appreciate you guys spending a few minutes with me this week. And uh, I'll talk to everyone again next week. Stay safe and be well.